Awesome. How are we doing, gents? We good? Yeah, very, very good. Very good, yeah, good, good, good. Yeah, the sun is out and awesome. there's nothing to complain about. Exactly. And, well, as Robbie alluded to the other day, me just asking how you are is a signal that we are now recording and <laughs> we are all ready to go. Um, but, yeah, so obviously we've got, I think we've got a very good show to look at today. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, I think, uh, obviously, if we feel like this one's going to outstretch, we're going to pre-warn that we will split this into two. But um, hopefully we can get it into one. But, yeah, I think there's quite a, quite a nice, nice bit of stuff to cover today. And stuff that really, I think you mentioned it in our group chat, Dan, it really kicks us off uh, properly. I think, like, um, this, the bits we're going to cover, um, like, really set. I think by this point, we've really sort of worked out what we, what we are on these shows, you know? Yeah, yeah, I agree. I think like this is this definitely felt closer to that uh, October elimination tag match we had uh, as opposed to when we first got together. Even though this was closer to the January when we got together, um, yeah, we were definitely closer to where we were, uh, where we'd eventually end up. I suppose. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, um, but obviously, and it's it's weird because it actually came off the back of a. Um, of an absent show for all of us, didn't it? Well, you were yeah, obviously the, um, uh, you, you you were at the uh, at the show, weren't you? Which obviously you'll you'll cover the, the the little bit you did on there in a moment. But yeah, technically, um, you were only there really because obviously at the time you were uh, helping with like the following announcement is paid for by for the main event which was a number one um, contenders match um, I think I could probably I'd probably safely say you definitely wouldn't have been there because the night before which you allude to in commentary uh, was my wedding um, was yes which, where, which and then Exeter uh, again for anyone that doesn't know is probably the furthest drive that we can do from where we're based um, for you, in terms of UPW anyway um, and uh, yeah Dan wasn't as as fresh as he'd probably come across uh, on this uh, on this show. See, it's only say that because I actually rem remember when I came out, I I tried to almost sell more that I was like that that I, I was feeling it and you know I was like I was wearing the sunglasses indoors like I do. I was really trying to sell up the bright lights because they had these lovely chandeliers in that room. Um, <laughs> and for anyone who's been to the, that extra venue, they'll know the first room we were in uh, is different to the one we usually run now. Oh, I've not seen that one. Yeah, it's like it's a nice sort of big open uh, room, but the, the ceiling's, ceiling's really low though, isn't it? Yeah, and then they've got these two beautiful. Well, I say beautiful. I'm not really into chandeliers. I'm sure if that's <laughs> your cup of tea. You know what I mean? If that's your cup of tea. There's these two big, lovely chandeliers hanging over, but they were literally at diagonal points over two of the um, two of the corners, and. Um, yeah, that was a bit funny because you couldn't do anything off of those top ropes, um, even if you were they, stood they, on the side. They, they, they've got a chandelier in the other in the other room. Yeah, but the, the ceiling is obviously so so high in that other room. Yeah, but I've hit I've hit that once. I think McCaskey's thrown me over, and I'm, I'm sure I kicked him. Really? Once. Yeah, yeah. I, he was. I was. It was one of the shows. I suppose towards the end of 2019, I was doing a run in from commentary, and he flipped me over the top. And I got you caught me actually. I got quite high, but I remember kicking the kicking the chandelier. Oh, that, yeah, was yeah, during, yeah. that was that was that was during the uh, the the second match I had with um, with Jake, obviously, which we'll get to that yes. eventually. That's yeah, that's, yeah, that's, that's the night where that's the night where we do the reveal of uh, Team SFP slash UPW. Yeah. yeah, no, that makes sense. Um, but yeah, so essentially, I just sort of I remember saying to Mark like. Well, I'm going to be there with the ring anyway. Like, do you want me just to, even if it's do commentary? Like, I was thinking for the whole show. He's like, oh, well, it might be nice to do it for the, you know, the main event, um, number one. I think it made more sense of doing just the main event. Yeah, no, I agree. Um, and, yeah, I uh, I remember as, as I was sort of, like, coming out, coming around, like, there was a discussion of do you want a promo or not? And I was like, well... If I sell that, I'm a little bit hungover, and then I can put over on uh, commentary that it was your wedding the night before, and that's why. Because, you know, as with everything nowadays, 
people would have followed you on social media, they'd have seen some of those pics. And I always think when there's a bit of truth to stories, it just makes it that much better. Even though you right, don't, and it, have nothing yeah, to Yeah, and obviously there, there was good reason. There was more important things, you know, obviously family, and for, I think for everyone comes first. And uh, there was no, if I'd, have, if I'd have woke up the following day after my wedding and said, right, love, uh, your first duty is what? Your first duty as wife is to uh, see me off on my first wrestling show. No, it mate, it's your that. honeymoon. Your honeymoon. <laughs> yeah, could you imagine? <laughs> honeymoon, you, to you could, honeymoon to Exeter to watch. Yeah, that. the hotel, the Mercurial <laughs> Hotel. You could have the bridal suite. In fact, that's what you should have done. You could have wrestled the show, had the the bridal suite at the hotel. It's in a hotel, <laughs> isn't it? The... Yeah, you could have made it. Yeah, really well, well, yeah well, obviously, like, obviously, I had the the, the wedding. Uh, the our venue was was at a hotel, obviously in Portsmouth, not Exeter. Um, so yeah, we could have similarly maybe found out what the cost of the other room is and held it there. I don't know if everyone would have travelled to Exeter to be honest. Though. <laughs> well, if you I'm give him a free it. ticket to the to the show that you were appearing, Dan would have loved it. Dan would have absolutely <laughs> loved it because he could have rocked into bed at whatever time and just fallen out of bed for the show. Yeah, it'd been perfect, absolutely perfect. <laughs> you uh, robbed us, Rob. <laughs> yeah, so obviously, so sorry, we, sorry. We don't have much to um, talk about from our end with that show. Um, obviously. The main part for our story was uh, Eddie Ryan won the number one contenders match, um, which meant he was then facing me at the show we are going to be discussing today, um, which was that UPW Live 4, I want to say, or was it 5? Yeah, I think it's 4, yeah. So, yeah, so that was our, our return to uh, Wing Canton. And um, it, as with a lot of the shows, like, I look back and UPW really gave us, you know, all the balls to run with it, which was nice. Um, because like, as every other show, it started with us coming out for a promo. Um, I think, I think doesn't, doesn't, um, doesn't Carl allude to that in uh, the opening as well. He says, oh, do we ever start a show now without serious foul play? Right. I, I think he does. Like, it just reminded me of classic Raw 2010, where every show started with a promo to set up the... Yeah rest of the show that's essentially what we start to emulate whether we meant to or not but um yeah obviously i don't know if you want to just quickly run over for everyone what uh obviously what you did on the extra show in terms of um you know just setting the tone for for the for the following one uh well what you mean the exeter show sorry yeah yeah so obviously i know you obviously again you alluded you didn't do very much as such and obviously you just made a quick comment after the uh after the uh, who, who, who did uh, who did Eddie beat in in that show to uh, to progress to face it fans? It was Spike Trevay and C.K. Cooper. Um, I mean, not being obviously disrespectful, both both great workers, um, C.K. and and Spike. Uh, but I think it was quite obvious who was going to win that match just by who was booked. If that makes yeah. sense. Yeah, no, I agree. And like, um, I think as well, what with obviously, yeah, you already having your match with Eddie. Um, with it, it, it was almost like he was linked into SFP already. You know, that, that was that yeah. really story. Yeah. Um, but look, I'll be honest. I I don't really remember too much from the show. Like, I haven't actually watched that one back. Um, I don't really remember too much from it. But I just I think, think literally all, all, all uh, so obviously I flashed to the very end quickly because I knew that you didn't do very much in terms of bar commentary. Um, I think literally after the match, obviously Eddie and you have a bit of a stare down, and I think you do the thing where you go to get in the ring, um, and then you don't, and then I think you, I, I, I didn't quite make out what you said. You said something quite quickly to him on the microphone, maybe like when I want or something along those lines. Um, probably, probably just to be big boy, you know. It's yeah, just just alluding to the fact Eddie was telling you to let's have it now, and you were teasing that you were going to, and then you were like, nah, basically on my time. Right, when I've got you boys behind me, you know? Yeah, but, but Dan, with, with, with Eddie, um, you, before I even got back involved, you were the summer shows in Weymouth. Didn't you, didn't you wrestle Eddie and, and you, you did a bit of a turn on him? And, and, uh, yeah, got to yeah. Him. this was obviously pre, um, you know, pre the SFP formation, which we've obviously spoken about. Um, it was a, we had a tag team match and it was me and Eddie against... I want to say it was Lance Cole and someone Lance knew and had brought along. And um, we had, so that was the day I got told that I was being, uh, I was being turned hill 
and I was gonna it was gonna lead to the cash in case victory. Um, so this was pre cash in case. Yes, pre cash in case. So me and Eddie went out there as a team, um, and then come the end of the match, uh, I hit him with the chair, um, laid him out, and the whole uh, the whole premise of it was essentially it, I, I wanted to make a statement. Um, it could have been anybody who was in the ring with me at the time. It just it was unfortunate that it was Eddie. Um, but we then obviously went to a singles match at the next show, which was a um, cash and case qualifier. Which yeah, the qualifier. Yeah. So then I won that, which would then put me into the fatal four way, which is when I won the case. Um, which leads which leads all the way to the show we're going to cover. Right, um, exactly. you facing Eddie exactly because what what triggered me remembering that was just because I wasn't around at that time. But Dave I rules on commentary. He mentions at the beginning of the show before we come out that you're facing Eddie and you 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 know you'd screwed Eddie you know way back. And I was just couldn't remember the, the the exact point of that. But it's nice that even from way back then, it's still sort of linked its way through probably what a year or so. Uh, you know what, as well, that's, that, that's, that's a good thing, um, like a nice little bit from Dave there. I missed that. It's a well-spotted ad, but that's a nice little thing from Dave, just to bring that up and uh, yeah. just to kind of, you know, there, is no, there was no true backstory to why this match was, was set up. It's, you know, Eddie won his match and he obviously had issues with us anyway, so it kind of linked to a certain extent. But, um, the, the, you know, Dan beating him previously and, and what, that wasn't sort of the tone as to the reason why this match came about. It just happened to be a nice... A nice bit of backstory that, yeah, like Dave, again, fair play to him, ties it in nicely with that comment. Well, the, 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 boys, the boys on commentary, just to say, like, I, I, I suppose we, we overlook them sometimes um, in giving credit where it's due. But um, those, especially watching these shows back with the commentary, um, they, they, they do a really good job. Um, yeah, and uh, Dave, Dave, Dave cracks me up, actually, quite, quite a lot. And I do like the camaraderie between the pair of them. Uh, they are a very good team. Yeah, no, agreed. Um, yeah, fair play to Blake as well. Because Blake, Blake, Blake is uh, actually the more of listen to him. He's actually pretty good. Um, you know, oh, we of give course, him a lot Blake of, as well. We, yeah, we, we, give, we, we give him a lot of stick in that, but he's one of those. He could obviously grumble about the fact that you know he's obviously trying to get on these shows as as a regular, um, and obviously asked to do commentary. Some people could could grumble and maybe not put their effort into it because they think, oh, you know, I'd I'd, I'd rather be resting, sort of thing. But he, he he's done a good job of like. Um, you know, he points out nice things, and and he and he's he's observant about with uh, with just again small things. But and again, what I like as well is um, he, you know, as we say, we, we've been giving him as we've um, been going through it all. But um, he he will still give our credit where credit's due. You know, with the fact that yeah, he has done well to win the belt. He has done well to keep hold of it. But it's because he needs the lads with him, and so yeah, exactly. He's that classic. Yeah, he he do, he does what he should be doing. He's like exactly. He, he doesn't yes, like yeah. us, but at the same time, he puts us over to the and then he gets to the point where he's like, but there's a reason they get away with it. So yes, it's, it's you know, it, it, he's right in what he says. Essentially, that there is obviously the element of truth, and then at the same time, he doesn't uh, he doesn't try to belittle because at the end of the day, the commentary team uh, are always there in one way or another. To, to put the wrestlers over, to help them. To tell the stories at the end of the day. Yeah, exactly. That's, that's exactly. what it is. Um, so, yeah, like I say, I, I felt that, you know, as you alluded to it a second ago, but as we came out, they, they'd laid that story quite nicely already. Um, and I must admit, going into this show, I was, I was looking forward to um, re-watching it because I remember, for me personally, and we'll obviously cover this more when we get to the match, but I remember... This being my best match, definitely to date with at UPW with Eddie, if not of all time. There's a couple which come close, but I really, really enjoyed it. And a lot oh yeah, of definitely, was, I agree. And a lot of that yeah, was down to the crowd. I thought, yeah, um, <laughs> and like you, and obviously you guys as performers, performers, you'll know it as well. But um, just having people, you know, feeding off of what you do, it gives you that little bit of extra energy and it really builds. Um, I must admit, I was surprised looking back to see quite a few empty seats in the crowd. Um, yeah, I didn't. I didn't remember that much either. No, I I, I remember there being one or two because um, obviously I used one in uh, for a part in one of your matches, Rob. But um, yeah, I just I just remember looking around at the crowd when we sort of like first got in for the promo and seeing empty seats, and I was like, 
oh, so it wasn't even a full sellout and they still made so much noise. Yeah, um, well, like we've, again, we've said before and we've partially alluded to it there, the crowd, you could be, um, and you could be uh, the most average wrestler in the world. Um, and me and you have spoken about this uh, just as, as, you know, when, whenever we've seen each other or whatnot in the past, you don't have to be a good wrestler to be over all the time. No. Obviously, every, promo every promotion wants something different. Um, but sometimes you're just, you're over. Uh, and I'm not saying that I'm, this, this doesn't relate to you already anyway, but I'm just getting to the point where the crowd would always tell you um, if the match is any good. That is also, it's not always the case. It generally, 99% of the time it is. Sometimes you work in front of crowds that are very difficult, won't give you much, but they're enjoying it because you get some crowds that are the typical, um, you know, we sit down and we give our appreciation with, uh, you know, with our concentration and our applause. Other yeah. crowds, like, like this one, for example, are banging into it. Um, that's why with, with these sort of crowds, when they're banging into it and noisy, it's obviously better because you 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 feed off of the fact that you know they're enjoying it. Exactly, like, I'd, I'd liken it to you know like almost music concert. You, know? like you could go to the opera, and you're sat there watching music, right? Or you could go to a, I don't know, a gig, music gig, an Oasis gig, for example, and you're going to be on your feet dancing around, and you're going to have such a different experience. Yeah, yeah. Both are mus uh, like musical crowds, but. Oasis isn't going to get the desired reaction they want from the orchestra crowd. From an opera, yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, and I think as well, I'm alluding to obviously, you get some um, bigger promotions, and again, there's absolutely nothing wrong with this. You get bigger promotions. Um, obviously, you get some people that turn up for, and again, even for smaller promotions, because I've known, I've spoken to people that have gone to UPW shows a bit before we were regulars, um, solely to any book, Cody, uh, Matt Riddle. Um, it was solely to see them. Yeah. Um, they weren't interested in anyone else on the card uh, and it just shows it does show drawing power for, for, for certain guys I don't think everyone is a big draw like that but for guys you'll always get people that are willing to travel for names um, obviously these names come at a, a premium price um, in terms of tickets and for obviously the promoters that's why you don't always get that sort of luxury so if you do get the luxury of a nice big big star whether he's a, an ex-WWE or, or you know a current indie guy that works for, um, sorry, a guy that's gone from the Indies to someone like AEW or even like New Japan talent, people should uh, indeed make the most of it. And obviously, I've, I think at that point, it's it's the job of the undercard, uh, you know, because most of these guys tend to be in main events and that's the job of the undercard to make people go, oh, hang on a minute, I didn't, I've never seen John Smith wrestle before, he's pretty good, I might come back and see him next time. It's like you, you come for the star, but you stay because of the others. Yeah, well, it's, yeah, all, it's all part of the package. It's all, you know, you exactly that. You know, you, you might buy that's why it's good being on those shows with those big names because yeah. when one you can learn something from them, um, hopefully get some advice as well. But as far as the actual fan, great. Hey, if they bring more people in, it's a bigger show for everyone, it's a bigger, you yeah, know, exactly. bigger piece of the bigger piece of the pie. Yeah, exactly. And I mean, obviously, we were quite lucky, really, that UPW they, every now and then they'll bring in like a someone like that or like, um. Know, an indie star or whatever to, to draw some extra buys and to make a bit more money if they can and whatnot. Um, in all fairness, for everyone out there, they don't tend to make that much more money because it costs more to bring them in. And yeah, it's not it's not as cost effective as it used to be. No, I mean, it's go, not. Go, they, go back a few years, promoters would share um, talent before WWE and even AEW was around. WWE before they contracted all the legend guys up and stuff like they'd be coming over to do maybe what 10 shows in, in in a month or something and then you could as promoters all share the costs so it's a fraction mm -hmm. so i mean if you go back to 2016 and 15 there was any town small or big everywhere there, there, were, there were big names on a lot of the indie cards it was a it was a good time yeah definitely yeah so um yeah so we get obviously into the opening promo um it was alluded to on commentary uh, i don't think we've properly explained it on here yet but obviously coming off the back of the last show we were on uh max was suspended um, mm. and that was i think, I think what i think i think someone on commentary brought it up um i want to yeah. say yeah. Uh, i want to say it was mentioned and i think blake harrison hammered home that he deserves to be suspended he shouldn't put his hands on an official right but so that was obviously the storyline wise um the <laughs> shoot reason and this is funny because it builds into uh, thing that happens in my match later on, which we'll get to. But um, 
is because he threw the uh, the stairs coming from the stage down. Yeah. Uh, he threw them and apparently dented the floor, which had been t- all of the it new, had been the new laid for <laughs> not even a month. It was a brand new floor, and he put this big dent into it. So to the point where he was legitimately banned from the building. Um, so we had to have a come up with a reason as to why he wasn't there. Um, it's not like we could have done with you, Robbie, where we say you're off, you know, making deals for us because Max doesn't <laughs> talk, so he's not going to make any deals with us, is he? Um, but yes, yeah, I, so, um, I wouldn't trust. I wouldn't trust him to not beat up wherever he's trying to make a deal with when they try and haggle him. This is true. This is true. It, uh, <laughs> yeah, when they turn around to say no. Um, but yeah so that basically meant it was um the the three of us were out there um and again i as soon as i started watching it i realized just how hot the crowd were um but like i thought this promo again this promo comparing it to say the the opening of the one we did with the t-shirt reveal and that which i again we mentioned we thought was a bit plodding um, we didn't, you know, we kind of stumbled over. Whereas this one, um, so I mean, I, I think I started, uh, I hammered home the points I had quickly. Um, I managed to, you know, off the cuff, get some stuff off that the crowd were, were chewing us out for. But I don't think I beat around the bush too much. Dan the same. And obviously, before you know it, uh, obviously you, you were handed the mic. And I didn't really make too many notes about what we said, because I don't always think we need to kind of, unless there's something specific, like Dan said about the match situation. Um, but there wasn't really anything. Uh, the only thing that I really noted down from that promo was from you, Ed, um, was you you were just literally the whole time just being an absolute sleaze. Um, and it was hilarious to watch back. Oh, with, uh, with Brad Burton. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I... Before, you, before you jump into that, Ed, I just want to say there was one throwaway line you had as well. Um, and I th- oh, I yes, I think I know this. Uh, Andy, I-, I swear his name is like, and he's always um, he's always sort of like got involved, giving us stick and stuff, you know. Um, but he, he was really getting on it, and you just turned around and went, "That's enough cider for that man." Or worse than that, <laughs> like I was in stitches. It was so good. Was he was so shouting out—I can't remember what we, we, at that point they were shouting out about animals or something like that. Um, you get the turkey ones and, and the, the and snake the ones, yeah. and he's shouting unicorn or something out like that. So, but, it didn't, but he, like, didn't you say? Didn't you say? I can't. Didn't you mention a nursery rhyme here or something? I can't, I can't remember exactly, but he. Uh, but to be fair, he does enjoy himself at the show. He does like to have a few ciders. But hey, funny. it's great because he's 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 uh, he's, oh, he's a good. Yeah, he's a he's, he's a good fan. You know, he, he makes makes a lot of noise, and it's it's, it's not not an issue. But the but the Brad Burton bit was um, I I got wind that it was his wedding anniversary, and that he was bringing his uh, Mrs. Burton to the show. Uh, and funnily enough, actually, side note, it's also Dan Barnsall's wedding anniversary as well that night. I'm pretty oh, sure. But um, so, and I, and I just knew in my head, all I had in my head was when we did that promo, I wasn't really paying too much attention to anything else. I was like, right, what am I going to say to, to, to Brad, um, to Brad out there? And, uh, and yeah, it just, it just comes together quite nicely. Uh, I like the reaction. I'm glad she wasn't offended. She took it as the sort of ingest. And, uh, and 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 yeah, and it and then it led it led really nicely into getting interrupted by uh, by Mr. Joshua James um, yeah. at, at that point. But but I I, I enjoyed it. I thought it the start it, it started the show off um, as far as the story goes from the start to the finish. It, we just layer upon layer upon layer upon layer, and 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 yeah. and, 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 it, and it builds, you know. And um, yeah, I, was, I mean, overall, very happy. But like Rob said, with the promo compared to the one we had a couple of shows past. Um, it was night and day for me. Like, like yeah, we didn't, we didn't, we didn't waste time. We didn't. I, I felt like the first one. We were out there too long. You just. I was going to mention it before we quickly crack on. You did it, and you've literally done it just then again. And, um, you've got this habit, and it's quite a, quite a nice habit. Um, like for example, you mentioned Max, but you refer to him as Mister Castle, and obviously because of your accent, it comes across <laughs> like you like you're Mister Castle. Um, <laughs> and you did the same there with with, with Josh James. You were like until we interrupted by by you know Mister Josh James, and I was like. It's just a nice little quirk that you uh, seem to have, and it, you call everyone Mister. It's, it's quite funny. Well, I have manners. Mister <laughs> <laughs> um, Josh James comes down to interrupt us, and um, I'll be honest, like you know, pulling back the curtain a little bit here. Um, you know, I've, 
Josh Shane is a mate of mine. No, we, we travel together. He, he's from the same area as myself. Yeah, same. Yeah, he's, he's, you know, believe it or not, we actually like him in real life. Um, right. But I <laughs> don't tell him. <laughs> I want to go. Well, that, yeah. <laughs> all right, okay. I mean, in all fairness to him, bless him, we do take the mic. Um, but he takes it on the chin and he's, he's a good lad. Um, he is a good Josh lad. James. Yeah. Um, I've got to say that because I'm pretty sure he listens to us and he loves to be put over. Um, so, <laughs> there you go, uh, Josh. You are put over, my friend. Um, but what I will say <laughs> is, um, so obviously going into the show, I know that, so he's obviously had uh, his match against Max um, at the last one, Cannon Show, from a few weeks back, or a few well, shows he, he was supposed He was supposed to be wrestling Max on, on this show, um, but obviously Max on? being suspended. Yeah, that was the original plan when uh, the match was being put together, but because he couldn't be at Wink Hampton, then we had to do something different. But, uh, but yeah, because Josh was, I think Josh hadn't been seen since Castle choked him out. No, so he, and, no, uh, he did a promo didn't, saying he was taken away. Yes, yeah, yeah. So he stepped away for a for a, a couple of shows or, or so. I can't, I don't know exactly how long that was, but um, but this was sort of like his return. Shows, I want to say because it was he, it was a show in Yeovil where uh, you wrestled Eddie. He wasn't there for that, and then obviously he wasn't at the exit to show that none of us were at either. Um, and so yes, yeah, so this was yeah. first on three months. Yeah, and so I remember um, he. Uh, when we got to the venue was when he found out, right, you'll be wrestling you ads and um, how how are we going to go about this? And that he was going to be interrupting the promo. Um, And again, like he's, he's someone who hasn't really had a much chance to promo. Um, And I know how nervous he was, but I thought he cut a great promo on that. You know, he, uh, very, say confident. Yeah. He he did what he needed to, do that there was yeah, a famous he, promo where he, he he took the microphone um when he just before he was asking mark for the match um there was just one thing i noticed he did really well and that was every time for example he meant what well, actually he put us all over really because he said first about rob rob's busy getting beat by jake you know and then the crowd are like yeah jake 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 that so reminds him that's coming up then Dan's busy because he's getting beaten, losing the title to Eddie. So then you get your Eddie, Eddie. Then he's like, well, Snake's not busy. So what he's done is he's got a reaction for all of us at that time. Yeah. Also sort of put over the matches coming up. And at the same time, he's slowed down, let the crowd react to what he's saying. And uh, I mean, it's obvious where he's going with it, you know, and it's, it's, it's a paint by numbers in, in, in a way beginning to how we're going to get to the match. But he, but he did it, oh, but the, it's he, he did it the it's right way. In all fairness, there is no, like there's, there would have been no better way um, to get to that match than because I've literally got a note here written um, just says Josh James simple promo but effective. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, one one thing he does, which he does. Um, uh, oh, sorry. Just before I go on to the next thing, he um, <laughs> obviously uh, he comes out Danny and he's like, I want Max. I want Max. Um, and obviously. Ads turns around and go, you know, well, you better ask Mr. Fry where Mr. Castle is. And, um, <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and then Dan, it's Dan. I, I literally laughed. Um, Dan's going, literally shouting on his own, where's Max? Where's Max? <laughs> like, just, yeah. So I'll be honest, I remember from that, <laughs> it was heavily influenced by the New Day. Uh, it, was uh, nice it, was, it was, I mean, in all fairness, we sort of, uh, when we used to tag Dan, we kind of not emulated the new day, but obviously we saw ourselves as a bit along those lines of, oh, you know, we're, we're to be taken as a threat, but at the same time, we're trying to have fun, and that's what they were doing as villains, weren't they? Yeah, exactly. And like the the thing, like they kept was it who did they just keep repeating? They're like, yeah, yeah. So that that's sort of like what I was. Uh, <laughs> that's what I was emulated by doing the Where's Max bit. Um, yeah, and to, to be honest, like there was a time when I felt I, I was doing a bit too much because it was taken away a little bit from what was happening in the ring. But again, that's like because I, I think the same. And um, one thing I will say is, uh, which I, I don't know if we've done. I need to obviously carry on watching. Um, and again, this is something you get taught in training schools, and that is obviously you're always taught when you cut a promo, um, stand still. Um, and when they say stand still, it doesn't mean stand still and, and look the same way all the time. You know, it's almost like, and, and, I was, and I kind of made this up myself, and I actually got praised by, I can't remember who it was, but it was, it was someone of high experience. 
Um, and I said, liken it to standing in, uh, in a little square like that's around you. So you can, you can move around within that very small square, but don't walk around the ring. And I think everyone's guilty of it because um, yeah. we all get sucked into the moment. Um, and it's obviously harder when there's plenty of you in the ring because you're all feeding off each other and you're getting, you know, a, a bit, a bit, you know, I'm trying to think of the right word, but anyway. Um, and I think we're probably guilty of almost getting in each other's way sometimes when we're cutting a promo. Um, I, I think, I don't know if I did it in this one, uh, I can't remember or not, but I think at times I try and stand in the corner or sit on the turnbuckle so I'm out of the way. Um, I think early on we were probably all guilty of, of getting in each other's way. Yeah. Um, and, well, uh, but again, it's all, it's, all learn, it's all learning curves. That's it. And when, when I listen to, say, you talk, Rob, or Ags, you talk, or Max, whenever he wants to say something, um, <laughs> like, I, I'm, I'm very much aware that I'm focusing on like what you're saying so a lot of the time my head will be almost like looking down at my feet listening to what you're saying but as i say you don't want to just stand in one spot so i do walk around while i'm doing it and like i try and listen out for anything the audience might say to react to um mm -hmm. but because of because i am looking down i'm not seeing where you guys are so i'm, I'm aware that i do uh bump in in the way a little bit in our defense as well though this really for all of us is the first time we've been in a scenario where there's three to four of us in the ring at a time yeah. and we you know and again it sounds really stupid but when you're training when you're doing promo lessons that no one says when there's four of you you should all stand like this like i always look at old um like uh yeah like the attitude era when there was you know plenty of factions around and that yeah and they almost used to, they almost used to stand in like in unison and obviously you'd have the big guys stood at the back um, and then the way they take turns to cut promos. Um, but yeah, I think that's, again, that's something we'll obviously you know, improve on anyway. Yeah. Very minor. I'm just, I'm picking up minor details. Here, just if anyone's out there in there, you know, after some sort of learning experience from your own mistakes, when you watch your stuff back, this is the sort of thing I look for. It's, it's small things I think would make us look more professional. Not just, not just myself, but everyone that's around me. Yeah, no, no, I, I agree. I do agree with that. Um, and so yeah, so obviously we, like I say, Josh came out and the, for me the only thing I felt he, he almost got into the ring a bit too quick, so like, again. Yeah, he didn't take, he, didn't, he, should, he, should have, he should have acknowledged there's three of us in the ring, like yeah. we're, a bit of a, we're a bit of a threat but not, in the sense of three in, on one. Not in that regard, I, I just mean like he obviously, Mark was setting up to be like, right, we are going to have a match and it's now. But like, oh, I see, yeah. He, but Josh was already getting into that ring before Mark had said, like, and it's happening right now. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, cause it, it, it would have given me a little bit more time to react as in sort of kick up a fuss, you know. Like, yeah. I, I, I've done a few little things, but it was very quick to... Because the, the, the plan for the start was all three of us would be in there and I'd just jump in from behind when he's distracted. But when he's jumped straight in there, we're all in the ring. <laughs> the yeah. Oh, time. yes. I remember that because I remember I think I was talking to Dan at the same time and thinking, well, how, do we, how are we going to do this now? Because obviously we'd planned it differently so that he'd get in and we'd already be out and we'd obviously slide in behind him um, while he was stalking you. Yeah, I'd, actually, you'd mentioned that. I'd completely forgotten that. It, again, it's not a, a, a mistake or a botch. That's the sort of stuff you work around. But yeah, I've forgotten it, that yeah. that was sort of the plan, if that makes sense. Yeah, you just, well, I soon soon well, forgotten anyway from because what yeah, we oh, it, 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 it didn't show. It didn't show because obviously we were getting Larry. He he was obviously going at us. You jumped in and then that, then obviously we jump in and put the boost in. I, I really liked actually this because even watching it back, we come across quite vicious, which was quite nice. The only mm. my only issue is we didn't do it for long enough. Um, I kind of watch it and I think we should have really beaten him down for longer. Like it was good what we did because we looked. We look quite mean um, in the sense, you know, like we're, we're, we're hanging him over the, over the ring there. I'm holding onto his arms, Dan's holding onto his legs and you're whipping him. And it, it, it's quite nasty, really, if you think about it. Like if you did that to someone in real life, it's, it's not I, very I just, nice, is it? <laughs> I just like that before we went out there, that was the one thing we sort of discussed before. It's like we had a couple of, like, how are we going to get him like, down there? And what's the best way to hold him? That's always the fun stuff when you're, yeah. when you're planning it. Because it's, 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 it's ludicrous when you think about it in real life. Right, we've got a problem here. We need to figure out the best way to get him in a position where we can whip him with a, <laughs> we can whip him with a belt. <laughs> yeah, I, um, 
like, like I said, I, I thought, again, it, obviously, you look, looking at Josh's size, he's a big heavyweight. You know, he went toe-to-toe with Max, who is being presented as our, um, our muscle to the group, you know. And um, I felt you attacking him from behind, I forgot that me and Robbie slid back in as well. And so I was almost hmm. thinking, oh, we're doing a jump start. And obviously, as you're, you're not, you're nowhere near his size, so you wouldn't have taken him down that quickly. Um, but I did, I did then like how quickly me and you got back in, Rob, to really yeah. help play that numbers game down. Um, well, yeah, and it, made, and, it, and it also, again, I've noted here, it made sense why we left ads on his own as well. Because um, yeah. we thought, right, we've, we've set him up. He's, he's in control. We don't need to be here now. We can kind of let him do his thing. That's it. You know, I, I had a big title match. You had a big match against Jake, who, you know, is always in and around that title picture. You wanted to make a statement. So it made sense why we would have gone. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Yeah, and, and the, the plan for me was to finish it quick. You know, I've gone straight in for the DDT. Um, yeah. And the, yeah. the, little, the little wrinkle to the psychology of it was he was on his knees when he took it. So it wasn't quite as impactful. So, he, you know, that's the little dad jail for him kicking out of my... Uh, I finished like that, but but and then and then I, I I thought to myself before we went into the match, I, I thought, well, what we're we trying to accomplish here, like Josh is coming coming back, he's sort of got a little bit of a a, a new edge to himself, um, and so like how how are we going to get him to just get those good reactions? And so I thought the vicious little beat down we did at the beginning gets him the right amount of sympathy, and I and I thought to myself like after I've given him a couple of shots, I don't really need to do anything else to him, like he just needs to basically squash me essentially and, and and all throughout the the rest of the match he was getting like when I watched it back I, I, was, I was really happy with the reactions you know and, and he, he took his time he, he he was slow and methodical about it when he needed to be um, and um, from a from a personal standpoint it's always nice when you go in a match and, and it looks like you've taken a few stiff shots and things but you know you ain't even got a bruise on you well actually I did because of the, you know what happened at the end but that wasn't <laughs> yeah that's not that but that was from that you know like, not, that was not your man that. man you were the one who called that though weren't you like <laughs> yeah you, you were like oh you've got you've got to whip me and obviously you didn't take into account that he's a big fella and uh, you were like oh whip me hard whip me hard make sure you know make sure you lay it in and, oh, it's, uh, it's, it's, and then after, I remember you saying, Carl, we shouldn't have told him to lay it in too much. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, it's one of those things that I, I, I'd rather do it for real out there because then it's, it's just easier to, as long as it's not going to cause real hurt to yourself, you know, like you, I can, you can take a sting, you know, because it's essentially a, yeah. a, 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 a stinger, but, but it's not going to kill you. And, 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 it, and if nah. it leaves a, a few bruises, great, because it, it, puts it, it puts it over a little, little bit more. Plus, it made sense to do it because we whipped him at the beginning. And, and, yeah. and, and it also, also, I think at the end, and we'll touch on it, we'll go over the match more, but we'll touch at the end as well, where, where Josh at the end, I think like the freeze frame of him after he's like, we're sort of, you know, struck, getting out there, you're carrying me out, and Josh is standing tall and, and the reactions are good. And we basically accomplished what we set out to do at the, at the beginning, just put him over and get him a good reaction and build some momentum. For, for going forward, but, um, yeah, but yeah, he looked, he, he looked great. He looked great yeah. throughout. That's well, that's the, oh, main, so, the main point I have yeah. thought is like this match was exactly what it needed to be. Um, yeah, like, definitely. Like, so I, I, I was going to like literally just say just before Dan there, I think um, like uh, and again, this is not a knock on you at all, Ed. Um Obviously, you'll openly admit that obviously you're trained in wrestling, um, but you obviously know like and again, I don't think we've ever discussed this. But you sort of know your limitations within wrestling. Um, yeah, absolutely. And and in this match, I think it literally uh, it showed your your best like qualities as a wrestler, um, because you've done it more than once. It's it's not by fluke that you do this. Um, you go into a match, and like you said earlier, it's like right, what's the best situation we can get out of this match? What are we trying to achieve? And like you said, you got your ass kicked for ages, and it was almost like the finish. Sometimes you need, like, you always think, oh, I need this high octane finish where he has a go, I have a go. You literally got nothing. Um, he wanted to beat you. Uh, he was like, no, I don't fancy pinning him yet. He hit you with one more big move, made a big statement, pinned you, um, and at, like really decimated you. Like it, it was almost so one-sided. Um, yeah, it was like watching. It, 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 it was yeah. like watching Leicester Southampton all over again. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I say that just for everyone out there. I absolutely despise Southampton. Um, I think we've probably lost a couple of listeners because of that now. But, um, <laughs> football, football. I don't hate the place. Football. People from there, are, and uh, you know, tend to be nice people. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but, 
But yeah, yeah the pace well, there again, I've, like literally, it was the the exact thing a heel should be doing. Um, it made Josh look absolutely dominating, uh, which is exactly what he needed because at this point, if I remember rightly, he hadn't won a match in UPW. Um, he, he he needed he needed a big it needed a big you know kick the door through kind of thing as opposed yeah. to a tap you know it, need, it needed yeah. to be a shot a shotgun not yeah. not not yeah. a not not a credible match where we go back and forth it needed to be Josh is big powerful and nasty and you know he, he and he you know kick he'll kick your head in type thing and plus yeah, yeah, it yeah. helps it helps when 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 the crowd enjoy me getting getting beaten up so much as well, well because you got chance of killing a well, I think it's I think like. it's also <laughs> it's so nice for him like. And maybe he didn't realise, maybe he did, I don't know, it's hard. But like when you like working with someone like yourself and you're like, right, you know, I know my character. Um, I can't put on, uh, you know, five-star Meltzer matches. I mean, not many of us can, let's be fair. But I'm sure what I'm getting at is you're not the type of guy to go out there and be like, right, let's put on an indie spot fest wrestling match. Yeah. Um, because oh, no, dude. I, I want to get at the end of the day, at the end of the day, you're essentially... You're, you go in there and act like, right, I'm the punch bag and I'll get my licks in when I get the advantage. Like, we, like you said a couple of shows back when you're like, oh, you know, I'm a bit hesitant about hitting cool moves. Obviously, like I said to you, there's a time and a place where you can fit that sort of stuff in with, with no yeah, problem. Yeah, so, it's, 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 it's something I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to add a couple of new, um, new yeah, moves yeah. to my arsenal when we come back. I've got a few things in mind. It's, it's point taken on board because... Because um, absolutely, I not only could I. I, 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 but I still I say don't change any. I still say don't change anything of what you're doing because, like, this is literally uh, by far and away like your best trait is every time you wrestle someone, you're like, right, I know what I'm trying to achieve here. Um, you know, I'll, like for example, Josh James, I want to make him look really strong. Um, he's just come back. He needs a win. Um, arguably, he should be battering me. Uh, I'll just get my licks at the beginning when I have the advantage, which is essentially just due to us helping you out and after that you just didn't have a hope um, and it showed it made him look absolutely dominating uh, and I think obviously again when we get to like say the tag match and stuff like that uh, in the future but I genuinely think um, and it's not to pat ourselves on the back here not so much me because I haven't been too interactive with him in terms of matches and whatnot but especially you two uh, and a few of the others but when it comes to that heels working with him I think we have actually sort of helped him uh, a lot in the sense of like this, for example, um, and then obviously then that tag match. Uh, I know obviously you know the, the, the spoiler that he doesn't end up winning that tag match uh, at the end. But again, you guys make him. Eddie doesn't need looking strong anyway. We, we, he always looks the part. But Josh James obviously just needs that little bit of. It's almost like a confidence thing. He needs someone so, to believe. Some, the person he's working with, he needs them to believe in him. Uh, I yeah. think a lot of people do, but at the same time, he is a massive confidence guy. Obviously, as we said before, um, he just, this was massively needed for him. Uh, so, if, if, yeah, like, uh, big, big, big pat on the back, Ads, because yeah. this is, some, some people would have been like, no, I need to get my, you know, my, I need to get my stuff in at the end of the match because I haven't done anything. Um, I, like, no. I think I think I I think I chopped him. I'm happy with that. Like that that, that was yeah, but, yeah, but, then he, but, but then he wallops you. He no yes. sold it, and he wallops you. Like but just it's how, good, like, how it's, good was that in the match? It, it, it worked perfectly. It just, again, uh, yeah, I, I, this is what I sort of want to get across. Was like with it, you you know, and and again, it's sort of like summarising what Rob said. Is there's a lot of people who will go into a match and they'll think, okay, how can I get over? You know. Whereas that should never be the first and foremost opinion um, or thought. I mean, in my eye, in my eyes, the way you work at is what is what is what's got you over. Is the way you the way you approach it. You're like, I'm okay. I'll, I'll be the guy that gets chucked around because I'll cut a promo. I know how to talk. Um, you know, you, again, you cut a good promo. You've got a few things that you know you do well, and then you're like, right. The other thing I do really well is I seem to know how to put a story together in a match um, because I know my role. So going back to my point, like, that's what I was trying to say is like ads is uh, like a lot of people would think about how do I get over? How do I do this? Like ads is very good at how do we get the match over? You know, yes, there's, exactly. there's no point of having a match where only one person comes out of it looking good, you mm -hmm. know? And no, um, I agree. I think to, again, to your point, like Josh has, you know, I, I I like to think I've helped him a little bit as of you as 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 the other. Oh, definitely, yeah, yeah. I, again, that, that, that's what alluded me to like the the tag match that we will come to in in a in a couple of episodes time. But it's yeah, it, it's the same, yeah. But I but I also think obviously like 
this crowd uh, really helped um, because you know, as, yeah, as we were saying, like he, you know, he'd done a li- like he'd been a bit inconsistent, like not necessarily with his performances per se, but like there was nothing really for him. I think the showmanship, his showmanship, you know, and like he, yeah, like the. Um, I just think the way he came up, like the crowd straight away, and maybe it was because he was interrupting us and they were sick of hearing from us again. Uh, I don't know. And so they latched onto the first person to oppose that. I, I don't know. But they, the way they latched onto him, as you were saying, Robbie, needed that confidence. They gave him that confidence. And he knew what he needed to do pushing forward going into the next couple of shows. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I think, uh, yeah, I, I think he's... He, he's definitely he's a, he's a good worker. He knows what he needed to do, as all of us are. Um, but you also need that opportunity, and that's that's not necessarily something you can do. You need either your opponent to be great for you, or the crowd to be great for you, or the promoter to put you into those positions in the first place. Which well, yeah, yeah, exactly. We'll put it this way: he obviously in the future, uh, which obviously matches we we may or may not speak about for whatever reason, but um, he goes on to work the likes of Yester Reese, uh, Eddie Ryan. Um, in much more competitive matches, yeah. and, and because he'd done things like this, it had already put him almost on a par with those guys. They were probably seen as the experienced guys, but people were looking at it going, I wouldn't be surprised if Josh James won this match, you know, like he's been dominating in the past. And people might not recall why he's been dominating, but obviously that's in part to guys like Ads just taking a beating for him. Again, you, Dan, like just selling for him, getting him, trying to help him, you know, because obviously at this point you were the champion, you were over. Um, and yeah, it's just it, it, I, you find a lot of selfish people in wrestling, so it's nice to not to feel like you're not one of those people. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Like, like I said, I think it's uh, you, you know, my my main view is always what can we do to get the whole situation over, not just myself. Um, I know even from way back when we had that triple threat ad, me, you, and Kelly Six, like you know, that was the first time we properly spoke. But, that was the mindset you had back then as well. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah, it, shows so he, I he, it shows with the finish you did. Like that, I, like, I that's I took, like uh, I, I, what, what move is it? Kenny did a sort of like a, a TKO, so it, like running into the turnbuckles and that. And um, just little stuff. Like, when, when, when someone presents the idea, as long as it's not going to kill me, I'm, 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 yeah, let's, let's, let's do it, you know, kind of, kind of thing. It's just because right. it gives... It just gives more. I, I I suppose when people sort of watch the match and they go home or whatever, they don't necessarily remember every minute of every match of every show. They just have like flashes, you know. I remember that. I like that. I remember that. And I like to think that um, if I give like yeah, if I'm patting myself on the back. I like what I like to try and do is at least drop a couple of those in, whether or not the matches is, is kind of like great. But but you, you're working with someone, you know, and, and, and as, as much as I'm happy to, to, to sell for Josh, Josh, is, um, Josh also looks after me very well in, 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 in the ring as well, particularly in that match and in the tag match and in the, and in the, um, the, 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 the we go on to have another singles match. Yeah. He's just, he, he's, he's open to ideas um, and that's the best kind of person you want to work with. Just, you yeah. know, open mind. What, what, what should we do? And, and, and yeah, Josh, the, the only thing that kind of like that disappointed me in the end of that match was um, when he gave me the pop up uh, spine buster. Yeah. One, I didn't get one. I didn't get up high enough. That's on me, not Josh. Um, and uh, two, um, at, when he went to pin me, and he pulled my head up from the two. That was the point where you wouldn't really see it with a camera. But I um, poked my shoes like half off. And uh, Josh, because I know he's given me that big bump. And so the idea was is when he's given me the bump, I want my shoes to fly off. Um, but, um, <laughs> I remember one, you one did one, one did that's how the shoes are off the other one I had to sort of push off at it's, just, it's, it's, it's like the keyboard next time I get hit in the head with that thing like I, I'm going to have it the other way around so the keys flash it's the little things you learn you know I should have pushed the shoes a bit more but, but and, and, and obviously that leads into when, to when you guys come out because um, Josh then picks up those shoes and he's and he's he's loved them at you two and actually he's almost cracked you as well with them I'm pretty sure because oh, yes <laughs> I was actually talking with him about this and uh, he said that he remembers when he threw one of the shoes at me like the way I reacted because I wasn't expecting that I'll be honest like I, <laughs> no, I, he was he was fired up he was like, just reacting right, that's it and like it, it was organic and some of the yeah. best things in it is you know that it is just natural and. Um, 
yeah, so I reacted, but I was sort of like, I had to try and fight away a smirk from it because I'm like, <laughs> actually, that's pretty entertaining and I enjoyed that. And then apparently from me, uh, me reacting like that almost made Josh crack up in the ring as well. Um, <laughs> luckily, he's not on camera, so you don't see that. You just see the big hulking beast he is. And uh, you do sort of catch my smirk as, a bit. But I've always tried to play it off that I, I do smirk and I'm like that smarmy little, yeah, you always got me unlucky sort of a, sort of a deal. So I, you, I sort of played it off. But yeah. That helps you get away with it, doesn't it? <laughs> exactly. I'm, I'm not the best at keeping a straight face. I'm the first to admit that. Um, and I think that's kind of why this is, especially working with you guys in the group, that's what's really helped because, you know, even the promo we did with the uh, powder and the face we spoke about in the first episode, um, yeah. being able to be entertaining but with others helps a lot because you can then hide it you know what I mean um, well I think I think like I think personally if you're able to kind of get each other somehow even with stuff like we again going back to that that promo you mentioned there with the when I was covered in powder and there was no we didn't go right this is what we're going to say we were like right this is obviously the issue um we, we you know we know in our heads what we're going to say we don't we don't you don't sit, stand there and plan out word for word sometimes you might go oh I'm going to say something along these lines and that's when you can jump in sort of mm -hmm. thing but that one was completely off the cuff we did it twice I think the first time uh, it's because we got interrupted by one of the hotel staff um but you made you made obviously. castle you made castle laugh and, and that's the yeah only well that's time. what I mean you can see you can Never. see uh, but, the, but the funny thing is obviously I can see when Dan goes but castle's head is covering Dan and Dan obviously also turns away <laughs> and keeps looking at me um, I think the only one that managed to stay completely stone-faced was you, Ads, because you weren't looking at me. You were staring at Max <laughs> the whole time. Um, <laughs> I tried to cough as if you got powder in my face as well to cover the uh, to cover the laughter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, you did. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, because you kind of shake your head almost like, oh, he's got powder on me. Um, but, I mean, do you know what I mean? Like I've said this before. Like that's some of the the, the most fun. Obviously, you know, we've got some ideas for for bits similar along those lines for when we come back. Um, you know obviously whether we get to put them into practice or not is another thing but it's yeah that's the sort of stuff i love doing because it's just yeah it's just it's just entertaining when you look back and you're like sometimes i look at promos like that and i think oh, i enjoyed that more than my own match like i mean and it took us it took us five minutes to do that and sometimes it takes you an hour to kind of come up with a decent match right no i agree and uh we'll leave that there guys um that was part one of our big massive discussion on this uh, UPW Live 4 show uh, we said at the start we thought it may go long and over to two parts and it definitely does um, so yeah hope you enjoyed the first part next week we're going to be uh, talking about Rob's match with Jake McCluskey his first match which will eventually lead to their best of three series as well as my uh, total defence against Eddie Ryan, which for me is, especially at the time, but probably even now still, one of my favourite matches I've had down at UPW. Um, so yeah, hope you enjoyed that. Let us know your thoughts. Follow us on the Facebook page by searching for Serious Foul Play, and uh, we'll catch you again next week. Take care, guys.